Ag State of Mind, Episode Zero. Welcome to Ag State of Mind, a podcast that examines the stresses affecting producers of agriculture and how to alleviate these stresses and improve farmers' lives. In this podcast, we discuss openly the mental health crisis that is occurring in the agricultural community and what we can do to help turn it around. Now, here's your host, Jason Meadows. Hello and welcome to the Ag State of Mind podcast. I'm your host, Jason Meadows. Today is the introductory episode of the podcast, and I just want to take some time to introduce you to myself and my vision for this podcast, which is to break the stigma surrounding mental health in the agricultural community. So before I get too much into the podcast, I want to let you all get to know me a little bit, where I'm coming from, and um, you know, a little bit of background into how I fit into both the mental health and into the agricultural communities. So I'll start off. I, like I said, my name is Jason Meadows. I was born and raised in Crawford County, Missouri. My parents own and ran the local sale barn. My dad ran the sale barn in Cuba, Missouri for Interstate Producers Livestock Association out of Peoria, Illinois. And they went out of business in the 70s sometime, and my dad just bought the business and opened and ran his own sale barn through the same facility. The sale barn, actually, I watched it I watched it burn down once, um, but apparently that was the second time it had happened. Um, I still remember vivid images to this day of pulling up into the sale barn in Cuba and seeing just the sale barn just immersed in flames. It's one of my earliest memories of childhood. Um, we also had a pretty good-sized cow-calf operation at one time. My dad ran close to a 1,000 mama cows, which is, for this part of the country, is a pretty significant-sized herd. So when I was growing up, I was really not actively involved in agriculture. I was more passively involved. I always helped out around the farm. I fed cows in the winter. I put up hay in the summertime. I even had animals at the local county fair, but... It was not something that I was truly passionate about. It was something that I just did because it's something I thought I should have done, um, maybe more to please my parents more than anything, but it wasn't something right then that was truly for me. It was for sure something I, I took for granted. It was not something I ever stopped and thought, hey, I, I can't live without this. And that all changed when I left left the farm for college. Um, I graduated high school in 2002 and I enrolled at St. Louis College of Pharmacy. My brother-in-law owned a pharmacy and my sister-in-law is a pharmacist. So um, it was kind of something that I had always been exposed to and something I knew I wanted to go into the medical field somehow. And it it seemed like a good fit for me. But after leaving for college, um, moving from small town, not even small town, I, I lived 20 minutes outside of town of Cuba, Missouri. Um, so after moving into downtown St. Louis, which is only about an hour and a half down the road, but may as well be a world away, um, after a few days in there, I realized how much I took took my home life here in Cuba for granted. Um, I, began, I began coming home on the weekends and during school breaks to help my dad and try and learn about his farm business for him because... I knew that when, as soon as I graduated college, I wanted to be right back here on the farm. I wanted to, 
I wanted to have an operation of my own. I wanted to be able to continue the family business, if you will. So after some time spent working together, my dad encouraged me to secure a first-time farmer's loan from the USDA's Farm Services Agency. And it was with that loan that I rented my first piece of pasture ground and began a cow herd of my own. So I graduated pharmacy college in 2008 and moved back to Crawford County. Um, I took a job as a pharmacist at what was then Phelps County Regional Medical Center in Rolla, Missouri. It's actually just recently changed its name to Phelps Health. It was there at the hospital where I met my future wife, Carrie. She was an RN in the intensive care unit. Um, She was actually just, she had just finished nursing school as I was finishing pharmacy school. And it was certainly something that I think was meant to be. Um, We married in 2009. And here in 2019, we have a home together, a happy marriage. We have four healthy boys, Levi, Carter, Cooper, and Boone. Um, We still work, both work as professionals in our field. Carrie is a cardiac nurse, and I am still a pharmacist at the same position as I started. We also have a a decent-sized cow-calf operation of our own. We have about 120 mama cows that we um, manage together as a family. So that is a little bit of a brief history of me and how I grew up and where I'm coming from and my professional background and my agricultural background. So Throughout my time in college and during my professional career, I've kind of longed for a connection between my formal education and my passion for agriculture. I really couldn't find a way to really combine the two. Um, Well, it was during a trip to Dallas in July 2019 when I had a breakthrough and a moment of clarity. I actually, I in the last couple of years, I've been really digging into the podcast world and all of the wealth of knowledge that is contained therein. And I had had several agricultural podcasts I'd listened to, several professional podcasts I'd listened to, but I really was looking and trying to find a podcast that was dealing with mental health and agriculture. And I I searched and searched. I found several episodes of certain podcasts that dealt with it, but nothing fully devoted to it. And I kind of got frustrated after a while. Um, You know, why is nobody doing this? And like I said, during that moment of clarity, I thought to myself, well, if nobody else is doing it, why, why can't I do it? (laughs) So that was the that is where the idea sprung from and so then the question is why mental health and agriculture and it's funny because we portray farmers and ranchers people involved in agriculture as this these invincible people these people who the rules of society the rules of normal life do not apply to and Honestly, that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, Yes, farmers, ranchers are resilient, but they have the same issues that anyone else has. So since I've graduated and began practicing pharmacy in rural setting, um, I've seen the landscape of the agricultural community change dramatically. I've seen peaks in valleys and prices and profitability that I have yet to experience. Locally, I've seen vast tracts of land bought up by city transplants trying to capture the romanticism that is associated with the rural lifestyle. And at the same time, I see people who are really striving to make a living farming, ranching, only to struggle to keep up with the increasing cost of inputs. So 
it's seeming that trying to make a living solely off the farm, solely off of production agriculture is, is becoming nearly impossible. So, and then recently I've been reading more and more about depression and suicide associated with the ag community. This is something that is very new, but is really coming to the forefront, which I'm both happy and sad about it at the same time. I'm happy that people are beginning to talk about this sort of thing, but I'm also very sad that it's had to wait so long. So um, it's a little bit of mixed feelings on this. Um, It's a serious concern that I really don't think is being adequately managed, obviously. Uh, I feel like there's, there's a void needing to be filled by both people in the ag and in the medical communities. So I believe this is where my unique perspective is going to be valuable and how where I fit in into this is I can kind of come at this from a lot of different angles. I can come because I am both an ag producer and a medical professional. I can see things from both sides of the equation and not only from both sides of the industry standpoint, but I myself have struggled mightily over the last few years with anxiety, sometimes slipping into depression. Um, so. If it happens to me, I I surely think that it is happening to other people who are like me. And I want to be a resource for those folks. I have recently learned some really valuable techniques in dealing with my issues. And uh, I want to be able to pass those along. And I want to be able to talk to people who are experienced in in dealing with people who have these problems and also deal with deal with producers who are looking for for answers and have found answers as well. So I'll bring you my vision to the, of this podcast is, is to bring both professionals and producers on to talk about this mental health epidemic and kind of, I want to break this stigma around mental health and agriculture. I want to strive for myself and the guests of my podcast to be open and honest about their struggles and the struggles they've seen in others. And I also discuss how overcoming these struggles has enhanced the quality of lives for all those involved. So I want to close this episode today by sharing my goal for this podcast. And I want you to imagine a group of farmers sitting in a coffee shop. They are sitting around talking about all the normal things you would expect in a small town coffee shop. They're talking about the price of cattle. They're talking about the upcoming county fairs, all these, all these things that you just would normally expect. But my goal is for people to be as comfortable talking about mental health as they would be talking about kids' ball games and cattle prices. And that's, that's what we're trying to do here at Ag State of Mind. We're trying to create a place where we normalize the conversation around mental health and agriculture. So now I'd like to ask you, the listener, to please take a listen to my available podcast episodes. I'll be releasing two episodes simultaneously. Once you do that, please remember to subscribe and listen to my weekly conversations discussing the agriculture and mental health. And wherever you get your podcast, whether it be on Google or on Apple or wherever you may access these podcasts, please leave us a review so we can get the word out. And I think this is something that is really going to make a difference in people's lives. And I really want to be able to know that we are all in this struggle together. I, I recently read somewhere where and it's true where people bond over the struggles. People come together where, where they lack. And, you know, this is, this is what I want to come to do. This is, I want to build a community of people who we can prop each other up. We can lift each other emotionally and spiritually to know that we all 
we all do share these problems and there is light at the other side. So I'm really excited for the work we're going to do here at Ag State of Mind. And uh, I hope everyone is excited about this as I am. So please take a listen and please let me know what you think. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Ag State of Mind. We hope this episode has encouraged you. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Ag State of Mind. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify so you never miss an episode. See you next week.